This interview is brought to you by Standard Bank, your trusted partner for growth. Dele Kuti, Standard Bank's global head of oil and gas client coverage, spoke to MoneyWeb editor Rake Fanny-Kirk about the opportunities in the oil and gas sector in Africa and how the energy transition is driving the development of the sector. The African continent is blessed with significant deposits of oil and gas. For many countries, these sectors attract vital local and foreign investment and represent the cornerstones of economic activity and GDP growth. These sectors have also seen significant growth in recent decades. In 1990, only nine African countries produced oil or gas. Since then, the number has steadily grown and is expected to hit 25 by 2022. With me is Telekuti, Global Head of Oil and Gas at Standard Bank, Corporate and Investment Banking. Uh, What are the key trends currently affecting investment decisions? The international oil company, which clearly dominate the activities in this industry, are very focused on return, um, return and cost of production. And what is now being known is the fact that the, especially when it comes to sub-Saharan Africa, Africa seems to be known for low cost production uh, because the hope of higher oil price at 100 level is probably just gone now at the moment. So clearly, the cost of production is actually very critical to to the way the international oil company are looking at this. So those returns that actually come with investment in Africa is actually now driving those growth. The second point also is the fact that there is need to actually move supply to where the demand will be. Uh, because of the growth in the economic impact of in, in Africa in generally, in addition to the GDP growth, if you looked at most of the growth forecast today, the African country, especially sub-Saharan Africa, is expected to grow, you know, between two to five percent, depending on you know which part of the globe. South Africa is expected to grow at a more lower rate compared to the country in the East African region, which are supposed to be growing around five to six percent. So now the plan is to make sure that you drive production to those locations so that you can actually maximize margin and economic return that the shareholders are interested in. There are many projects uh, on the go currently, but is there a steady stream of new projects coming online? First is the fact that there's a clear energy transition that is now happening in the industry where the world now wants production of you know less carbon item. And that's actually resulted into a new investment in LNG, which is the gas, gas kind of natural gas actually provides you a better leverage in terms of carbon emission compared to, compared to oil. And that is now driving the growth of what you're now seeing in Africa. I mean, you've seen the situation today where the likes of uh, ExxonMobil and now Total taking over the interest of Anadako in Mozambique are investing close to $55 billion of investment into that market. $35 billion. $55 billion between the two projects. That is to develop Area 1 and Area 4 LNG project in those locations, and that's actually going to massively impact what we see in the entire Southern African region. And it will have a massive impact on Mozambique. Mozambique is a very small-sized economy, and we're going to see a situation where the impact of that is going to result into close to $2 billion of you know, royalty of tax that needs to go into that, into that economy. Uh, this is clearly close to six times or eight times of the current GDP growth of what is going to go into that economy. So we actually expect that between close to $100-$129 billion of investment to go into Mozambique market. That is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the the size of these investments, um, is uh, Mozambique an outlier or would you see the same amounts being invested in other countries? No, clearly Mozambique today I will treat as an outlier investment of what is happening when you looked at in terms of African region. But there are clear potential to do the same in other, you know, in other related, maybe in a smaller scale. Uh, there is a significant find today in East Africa 
and that is that fight between Uganda and Kenya is also going to result into you know close to ten billion dollars of investment that's going to go into that East Africa, which is a landlocked region, and that's going to unlock activities of uh, to be able to develop oil and gas into that market. Of course, in the West African assets, both Nigeria and Ghana and Ivory Coast remain a key element of that. But again, there are policy changes that you know the the international oil company expected to happen, which is going to drive that growth. What we have actually now seen is that, you know, similar LNG growth opportunities are now happening in Senegal, where both British Petroleum and Cosmos are actually now putting new investment in that location to drive production of LNG into Senegal. So the speed of investment in Africa is actually quite significant today and we'll see it continue to, to, to grow. Are these investments predominantly into uh, developing production capacity or... Uh, are there developments in downstream industries like refinery? Take it this way. First is the fact that there is a huge demand today in the world to produce less you know, carbon-related issues in order to improve technology. And that will continue to see balancing in an energy portfolio of oil and gas companies to do a bit, more, a bit of more gas. Now, the second point also is the fact that this will result into more than... Uh, improving the state of the refinery that we have in Africa today, where some kind of investment needs to go there in order to be able to improve technology in order to, for them to be able to produce effectively. At the back of that, we're going to see new refinery being built because the cost of upgrading existing refineries is, you know, is quite high. We're expecting new refinery that's going to come through. In, I mean, there's a new contract being signed in Angola for a refinery to be built. Uh, there's a refinery in Nigeria which is being built by Dangote, which is estimating to cost close to nine billion dollars, of which is clearly going to change the energy landscape in the entire West African region. The East Africa, because also refinery also drive economic growth. Uh, in East Africa, Uganda today is expected to also construct a refinery in that location, which is also for that going to be you know be able to drive that. So you will see that the, there will be improvement in the cost of refitting existing refinery in order to ensure that they become um, in line with the emission standard expected going forward and at the back of that new refineries need to happen in, in African country. Of course there are environmental concerns regarding um, carbon-based fuels. Uh, how does that impact investment into such projects in Africa? Two things are happening. First is the fact that, uh, I mean, we, Standard Bank is one of the largest lenders in, in Africa today, and we are also a signature to Equator Principle. We kind of make sure that at least any deal we're involving actually meet the right environmental standard. So there are clear environmental standards requirement in all projects, which all projects must go through, and we make sure that all those projects are meeting those standards. In addition to the fact that uh, the international oil company driving this project are also very keen and monitor, make sure that and then that environmental standard are already in place. That's number one. Number two is the fact that the energy transition happening in the world today has not seen a situation where the international oil company are actually devoting substantial part of their budget into renewable energy. Shell Petroleum is has dedicated between one to two billion dollars to be spent on an annual basis on renewable energy. We're seeing the same thing with Equinox, and we're seeing Exxon now being demanding into that. So clearly, the international economy are now trying to manage their energy mix, doing two things. First, by investing significantly into LNG, which is driving the growth we've seen in Mozambique, and that growth will continue, and that actually confirmed to us that the execution risk of how to fund the project in Mozambique is almost zero because these guys are going to continue to fund it. And the second thing also is the fact that this guy, I mean, the majors are now actually now investing significantly into renewables to ensure that at least the energy mix can actually meet the carbon standard 
all those impacts will actually have an impact on the overall environmental standard that you expect to see most of the oil and gas projects. Indeed, a very interesting industry. Delhi, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insights. Thank you very much. That was Dele Kuti, Global Head of Oil and Gas at Standard Bank, Corporate and Investment Banking. This interview was brought to you by Standard Bank, your trusted partner for growth. Standard Bank is committed to driving growth on this continent we call home. As your trusted strategic partner, let Standard Bank connect you to Africa's opportunities.